Hey mamas, welcome to Effortless Parenting Podcast. My goodness, I almost forgot the title of my own podcast. Why? Well, having a 1000% real moment here is that I have been taking a hiatus from the podcast. Um, Not necessarily intentional, so I just want to first and foremost say to my loyal listeners, and I appreciate your patience and allowing me some grace as I get it together, trying to do it all and still serve you, Mama. Because at the end of the day, that's what this podcast has started out as a passion project, as a way for me to have honestly, like more conscious, more evolved type of conversations about personal development, fulfillment, how the motherhood journey plays a part, and more importantly, how we can really use our natural desire to improve, to grow, to evolve as human beings, right, as a person first, and how that journey of self-discovery, of self-realization really creates less effort in parenting. So ta-da, that's the big premise behind all of these episodes is us being able to leverage our natural instincts of wanting to improve ourselves, our ways of, of showing up in the world. And that in and of itself, that entire desire And all of the effort and actions and habits and everything that you do to become your best version is really what allows parenting to just feel less all-consuming. And that's basically every mom's wish, right? I think our biggest wish is to be able to maybe not go back to our pre-baby self because I know I personally did not realize how asleep in life I was, how un, unaware and like lack of presence I had in my day-to-day life. I was just going through the motions, um, never really pausing or reflecting or taking a step back to really truly ask deeper, more profound questions. And I truly believe that that is one of the biggest gifts that motherhood can give you. It is this ability to really get to know ourselves, right? Really get to know perhaps our history and how it informs or colors or filters the choices and the decisions that we make. And what's really fascinating about parenting, which, you know, I am going to be positive on this episode because why else would you listen to something other than (laughs) to hear someone rant? And that's definitely definitely not what this podcast is ever about. Um, I'm here to lift you up. I'm here to really share a different perspective on, you know, motherhood and parenting in general. I think so often we get caught up in the struggle bus. We get caught up in the drama of parenting, of the, you know, unpredictability, the instability that it feels to be consistent um, with the commitments that we make to improve, whether that's our health, whether that's our emotional well-being, whether that's, you know, fulfillment and feeling like you are um, living your purpose, all of those things, right? And so often, like, I know, in the beginning of motherhood journey, I really felt so isolated. I felt so alone because I really did not 
connect with a lot of the mom circles around me. And that is actually very logical, right? Because if you think about it, you're kind of thrown into these activities or these programs with your child and simply because your kids were born in the same year. That's really the only common thread. And so you can imagine you throw people, right? You throw yourself in a group of different people that perhaps, you know, the only thing that you share in common is that you have a child that happens to be the same age. And I know for me, that was really, really difficult because traditionally in the past, I would make friendships based on my passions, based on the things that really light me up. And so, you know, my career provided an outlet for, you know, colleagues that happened to turn into friendships and we shared a lot in common, you know, as it relates to our careers or whether that was the gym and, you know, being in classes with people that I saw often that we realized, wow, I love hanging out with people that also value their physical health or that love to work out. So again, I feel like that's one of the biggest like jarring moments of motherhood is that it truly, truly, truly allows you the opportunity to take a step back to really consider what is influencing your day-to-day life. And more importantly, how do we start to peel back all of the the noise, all of the stories, all of the, the beliefs that we inherited you know, in childhood as we were growing up. And what it was doing is that it was muffling your true voice. It was muffling your ability to shine and really live why, you know, live your purpose, live the reasons that you were here, right? And I know that seems very esoteric, but stick with me in this episode because Honestly, this is a catch-up episode. I have not been with you guys for a few weeks. I dared not to look to see when the last episode aired, (laughs) only because I am really trying to be graceful with myself and compassionate. And I practice what I preach every single time. It's not always easy for me, but every day I'm getting better and better. So as you know, that's our family motto. And if you haven't heard it, that is really something that our family, we adopted kind of a mantra for our family. And it's really important that our kids understand that we're not perfect either. And that every day we're just simply doing our best, right? So where have I been? What has been going on? Well, I want to make these episodes about you. So without it being all about where I have been, I want to apply something that truly came up during my hiatus. And a lot of it had to do with, um, you know, I would hear this term and I was not sure I wanted to like use the term because I feel like if you hear it, which is what I used to do, I would hear this and I'd be like, oh, I don't understand that. Or it's like beyond me. But I feel as though I was going through an ego death. Now, if you're into some woo, you probably have heard about ego death and about even like shamanic deaths, which sound really dramatic. But what it is, it's that it's almost as if I was in mourning for a couple of weeks, months, I don't know, for a bit, um, as it related to like the shedding of an era of an of a layer, if you will, of my identity, right? And so let me break this down in like simplistic terms in case you're not 
really sure what I'm even talking about. So I feel, especially in motherhood, you know, I feel like we go through many ego deaths, if you will. Now, our ego is really just our, it's, I used to think of ego as, as bad, but ego is really just your defense mechanism. It's your, um, kind of that inner child that's trying to keep you safe. That's kind of how I, I will speak for myself. That's how I have kind of interpreted that term. And that's how I embrace what it means to have an ego death. And that is simply that I am releasing the parts of me that were like almost like armor keeping me safe, right? And when you're doing any kind of personal development work, anytime you're kind of um, sort of doing what we call like the inner work, right? Being able to kind of go deeper to like your subconscious and understand the patterns of behaviors, understand the types of mental chatter that inform your day-to-day life, like all the things that I talk about on this podcast. So if you're new to the podcast, well, what a fun episode for you to start with. Highly encourage you to go to episode one as each episode really does kind of somewhat build upon one another, but it allows you to have more um of a more context as we continue to have these um, conversations. Because I I make assumptions that those that come to the podcast have been listening to me um, consistently or have been starting with episode one. I think it's really, really important to start that dialogue from day one. So I I highly encourage you to go back because I do kind of talk about the subconscious mind. I talk about the patterns of behavior. I talk about how important it is for every single parent on the planet to understand that the first seven to eight years of life are really programming our children, right? We're in essence creating the program with which they default to subconsciously, right? Because 95% of our daily actions are not choices. They are driven by our subconscious mind, meaning we run on autopilot. And that's a really important thing to understand because that programming right? The only way that you can make changes in your life. So let's say right now, today, at this moment, mama, if you don't adore or love how you feel your current day-to-day life, what your life looks like, and again, no judgment here. This is not about making you feel any guilt or shame or resentment or any of those feelings, but rather just assessing like, you know what? I'm I'm fed up. I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of not having energy. I'm tired of the excuses. I'm tired of just all of that kind of chatter. Well, a lot of that is informed by, and I wouldn't say a lot, I would say the majority of a lot of what you kind of tell yourself was created in your early years of life, whether it was hearing conversations from adults around you, perhaps labels you were given, um, perhaps, you know, specific moments in life that really kind of um, imprinted your um, beliefs about your self-worth, self-value, self-love, because at the end of the day, like it all boils down to that really big basic principle of loving yourself, which I didn't necessarily understand that concept. Um, And especially if you're an I like to, I don't like to say that I'm an older parent, but if you were born in the eighties, then, you know, this concept of self-love was not really a thing growing up, especially in our most, you know, pivotal, like transformative years, you know, this concept of, of loving yourself was just not really something we talked about. We didn't talk about self-care. It was not really a thing. Um, and so 
even that's another like kind of layer to unpack for us mamas that are, you know, in our early 40s, where we're kind of navigating sort of this new landscape of, of really understanding ourselves at a deeper level. So it's really exciting to see how much we've evolved. It's exciting to see new generation of moms that really understand that concept because that is going to be so amazing for their children because that's what they will be passing on to their children, understanding how important it is to love yourself first before anything else. But I digress. Going back to ego death, ego death just simply means it's a shedding of a layer, a deep layer that really makes it uncomfortable, if I'm being honest, um, because just consider, you know, like you've known life to be a certain way. And I guess a good analogy is parenting, right? Before kids, you had no idea. I mean, you knew you may have heard stories about sleepless nights and how your life is no longer your life and all these kind of like myths, you know, or, or like limiting beliefs we heard about parenting, or maybe you heard really great things about parenting. Whatever your, you know, your experience has been with that pre- pre-mama, <laughs> um, you know, you kind of go in and it's like this, your whole world is rocked, you know, through that experience. It is very cathartic. It's very, it's incredible, right? Despite all the things on the grand scheme of things, it's incredible. And no one could prepare you for that. And I remember more so with my second child than with my first born, um, you know, this sort of mourning of like looking in the mirror and being like, I don't recognize my life. I don't recognize the woman staring in the mirror, whether that be for physical reasons or for just, you know, mental, emotional reasons, like whatever it is, you find yourself at that moment where you're like, wow, like I don't recognize myself, my life, the things that brought me joy before having children are, have changed. Um, you know, like it, it's, it's a foreign, it's foreign territory. And I think that that's why sometimes motherhood can feel um, lonely because you're kind of figuring out who this new person that you've given birth to. And I actually have an episode on birthing the real you, which I highly recommend if you have not listened to that. And I apologize. I don't know what episode number that is, but I believe that was the title of birthing the real you and how this concept of really like, you know, bringing to life the true you, right? And the way that we do that is by releasing and letting go of all the layers of armor that served us well to get to this point, but they are no longer serving our greater good. They are no lo no longer allowing you to really spread your wings, to really shine your light really bright because the weight of that armor is is getting in the way right? And so for these past couple of weeks, months, I, I really couldn't articulate what was going on. You know, I looked at it as even me, yes, I know, <laughs> even after what I think I'm in my fifth or sixth year of intense transformative uh, work, you know, uh, I, I still too find myself like when you're in it, you don't necessarily have the, the bird's eye view, right? And now that I'm coming out of it, I could see that I was really just sort of mourning another layer, another chapter. And you may not know this, but like I started this podcast last year when I decided to move my family from San Diego to Texas and a small town in Texas within pretty much like seven to nine weeks of deciding that I was able to manifest my dream home in a market that was impossible. 
um, just, uh, just a, a multitude of, of gifts and blessings that, that I was able to truly create with my intention and with clarity. Right. And I think that like, that's an important thing to, to recognize that, um, anything is possible. It's really, truly a choice. And, you know, again, I've, I've gone through episodes on that. Um, but I'm happy to create a very specific manifestation episode. If that is something that is of interest, I know that's kind of a buzzword right now, but truly it just means, um, getting clear with what you want and having the conviction, right? Having the self-belief that anything is possible and that you are in charge of that. You are not a victim of the life around you or the circumstances, but rather that you are constantly making those choices. But anyway, I digress. The point is I started this episode when I moved my entire family and we relocated. And that in and of itself was sort of like a shedding of a layer and moving towards unfamiliar territory. And so I feel like every, you know, season of motherhood in particular really gives you the opportunity to just stretch a little bit more to really get outside of your comfort, obviously, right? And into embracing the challenge zone, which I have an episode on that as well, that, you know, your challenge zone is truly where you have the most growth, the most ability to tap into the power that we were all born with, right? We were all born with this um, beautiful ability to create anything that we want in life. And it's not, and it's unfortunate that for us that were born, you know, before all of this awakening that's happening in our culture, we were not, our parents were not, you know, did not have the awareness, did not have perhaps the tools to really talk to us about our biology, to talk about the power of the mind, to talk about the power of our words and how important they are. And I think in parenting, this is such an important conversation. We spend so much time talking about like, honestly, things that don't matter, like what baby gear to get, which yes, of course, listen, I was all about the gadgets and the gear and all the things. But in retrospect, like I wish I had spent equally as much time on really focusing inward, focusing on myself. So much of our motherhood journey, especially in the beginning, is all about the baby. And it's well-intended, but truly, like, if it's what's interesting about especially babies and the younger years of life is that they are so aware and they can feel our energy. They can feel the the intention behind our actions and our words. And I think if we all just understood that if we were 1000%, 100, if we spent the time to really heal, not only our bodies after child rearing or childbirth, but also like our heart and our mind and being able to kind of fill ourselves back up to really like peel back that layer of pre-baby life, right? And really embrace and define what it means to be a mom. I think that in and of itself is way more valuable than, you know, learning how to swaddle or the latest gadget to help your baby sleep. Like honestly, a lot of it, a lot of the external noise is just a distraction. And really, if we just focused inward, so much is available to you mama, if you just kind of 
shut out the noise, whether that's like your mom's circle, whether that's your own mom, whether it's, I don't know, social media or other things in your life. If you simply just tune all of that out and really tune inward to your true voice, you already have all the medicine, all the tools, all the resources that you need, but you have to allow yourself to have access to that. And that only happens when you slow down, which I know can feel very uncomfortable for us high-performing mamas. Trust me on that one. But, you know, stop filling, filling the need to fill the space, right? And, you know, I keep referencing old episodes, but I really, like I said, every episode is so cumulative, but I have an episode on surrendering. And I remember how triggered I was by that word because it felt as though I was giving up. And surrender is actually the most beautiful gift that you can give yourself because it really truly means to surrender to like the armor, surrender all the stuff that you were keeping that was trying to keep you safe or that you believed was keeping you safe and really just allowing yourself to embrace the true you, right? Surrendering means to stop the fight to meet external demands and instead surrender to the true woman inside you, right? to the true soul, really, forget even woman, to the true soul, your true essence of your being, right? That's what it means. And it really is a beautiful journey, but it does come with, you know, what they say is shadow work, which again, all of these like woo terms, I would be like, what is that? I don't understand it. It's too much for me. And of course, when we don't understand something, What we often do is just disregard it, discredit it. Oh, it's not for me or whatever. Because that's in essence where we have to tune in. When you feel triggered or annoyed or something is getting under your skin, I always look at that as feedback. I was like, huh, there's something here for me. There's some kind of medicine. I'm avoiding something for a reason. Oftentimes, right, our human nature is to run away from pain, what perceived pain, right? Doesn't always have to be physical. It could be like emotional, mental. And into like pleasure or comfort, predictability, all of those things, right? And so I really encourage you, the biggest takeaway, and I try to keep these episodes under 30 minutes because I know you're probably doing something else while you're listening to this, which is totally fine. Um, I want you to take time today, whenever you listen to this episode and afterwards, I'm really, I'm not asking you to journal. I'm not asking you to do anything that doesn't feel organic for you. It may, it may feel you may feel a need to journal about certain things. Um, but really it's just taking a moment, taking a moment to take a deep breath and to really ask yourself, you know, how am I feeling? How am I doing? You know, and, and really looking at ways to give yourself some grace, some compassion in whatever season you may find yourself in motherhood, because everyone's journey, honestly, I don't like using the word should, but it's not uniform, 
right? All of our parenting journeys, all of our experiences, the way that we want to parent, the way that we end up parenting, like all of it, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, (laughs) all of it is yours. It's your unique process. It's exactly what you need to go through to have the growth and the expansion that you need. And so, you know, avoid the need to compare, but rather to tune inward to ask yourself, what is really like, how are you really feeling about it? And again, come at it from like a research like standpoint, look at it from research, looking at it like yourself as a laboratory, like, okay, looking at your life and the choices and how you're feeling as feedback, as data for how you can start to really, you know, take it one micro step at a time, right? I know we are, we have been programmed to have this instant gratification to be able to apply the three-step process to getting whatever we want in life. But what we know, especially when raising little ones, is that it's not necessarily the, the outcome, the goal, the big end result that feels the most satisfying. It's all of the bumps along the way that allowed you the opportunity to reach that particular milestone or that goal that you may have in life. And so I often say, like, what's the hurry? What are you so rushing to get to the next part of your life? And instead really embrace the season that you find yourself in and really get curious and approach it from a place of wonder and curiosity, similar to what your child does anytime it experiences something new or tries something new start to really tap into that. And so look at the season that you find yourself today and you may not have the answers, but start to really evaluate where you are, what specifically, what dials need to be calibrated in your life. Is it nutrition? Is it, um, you know, physical practice? Do you need more mindfulness meditation? Perhaps you want to start doing more, I don't know, acupuncture or, Um, maybe you want to pursue a new hobby, whatever it is, wherever you find yourself, just realize that those intuitive nudges, that voice that you keep dismissing, or you keep telling it that there's, there'll be a later time when the children are X, Y, and Z, you know, you keep deferring those intuitive nudges that mama is where you need to lean in every time that you have that thought and you dismiss it. Think about it. Take a moment. There are no things as crazy. There are no crazy ideas or impossible ideas. It's only the label, mama, that you have been programmed to give something. Right? The only limitations that we ever have in life is all between our ears. It is the stories. It is the mental game. And so it's important to recognize that you already harness everything that you need to be 1000% your best thriving self. And why that matters is not because of what so-and-so will say or to prove anything or, you know, or even to have any external validation, but because your example, mama, is how we start to rewrite generational patterns. This is how we transform The next generation is through our own example. Think about how much more approachable it is 
for us to know that we can, in essence, be the change that the world needs just simply by modeling that to our children, because that is what causes the ripple effect. And that is just phenomenal to understand and to fully grasp. And more importantly, to realize that it is totally doable. Right? Because you know by now, especially raising little ones, that control is an illusion. You cannot control anything around you. There's this perceived notion of control, but truly the only thing, honestly, the only thing that you can really have any like power over is your thoughts, the words, how you perceive life. It is your thinking. It is your ability to tune all of that out to be able to hear your true voice, your true calling, your true intuition. And that mama is your superpower. Okay. So with that, I will leave you as always. I appreciate you. If you found any value in this episode, in this podcast, it would be amazing if you would share it with a friend, leave me a review on Apple podcasts that helps other mamas just like you be able to find this podcast, the more that it is reviewed and rated. So it's genuinely my honor and my gift to you to be able to come more consistently with conscious conversations to truly help you evolve so that we can create a thriving next generation. So with that, I will leave you and I will catch you over on a next episode. And as always, I encourage you the bit, the best way to get a hold of me, to have conversations with me, and more importantly, to have more behind the scenes of my life. I will um, be definitely more active on Instagram at effortless parenting expert. Uh, that is my handle. And I truly just only kind of hang out in IG land. Um, it's my very favorite place to be. And I hope that you reach out and connect and let me know how I can better support you because that truly is my calling. I want to create a community of amazing women, amazing mamas, solely focused on improving herself. And by that, she is transforming the next generation.